Welcome to Witness, a ministry of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Jackson, Mississippi. Join us in person for worship each Sunday at 9.30 a.m. For more information about Covenant, including discipleship and mission opportunities, visit us at www.covenantpresjackson.org. set apart priests among his people. Moses' brother Aaron and Aaron's sons were called by God to be priests. Priests were mediators, go-betweens. They, they represented the people before God. They entered the presence of the Lord on behalf of his people, and they represented God to his people. Therefore, priests led worship. They offered prayer and sacrifices. Sacrifices on the altar, sacrifices for sin, sacrifices for guilt, sacrifices of thanksgiving. Now priests, and only priests, could enter the tabernacle. God's tent, the place where God chose to dwell, the place where God was present, among his people, in the midst of his people. Priests could enter the most holy place. This was the first room in the tabernacle. They could enter here and perform the priestly duties of worship, lighting the lamp, burning incense, placing fresh showbread on the table. Now, of all the priests, only the high priest could enter the second room in the tabernacle, the Holy of Holies. And only then, once a year, representing God's people before the throne, before the mercy seat, offering prayers and sacrifice for sin. Now, in order for priests to fulfill the duties God called them to, lead worship, represent the Israelites, enter the presence of the Lord, they had to be consecrated made holy, set apart for this office. In other words, ordained. And that's what our passage from Exodus is about. That's what our passage from Exodus describes. Aaron and his sons, those who were to be priests, assembled at the entrance of the tent, assembled at the entrance of the tabernacle in the presence of God. And before they could enter, before they could serve in the holy place, they were washed, cleansed with water, symbolizing purification. And once washed, they were then dressed, robed in their priestly garments, now, this ritual, being robed in priestly garments, it began with the high priest. It began with Aaron. Now, chapter 28 of Exodus describes the priestly garments, and most of the chapter is devoted to the garments of the high priest. First, Aaron was clothed in a white linen coat, and over the coat, a breastplate was fashioned. And on this breastpiece was four rows of precious stones, among them diamond and sapphire and emerald and topaz and jasper, 12 in all, set in gold. And on each of these stones was carved the name of a son of Israel, 
the name of, a tri- of the tribes of Israel. Now, this was a reminder that the high priest represented Israel. The high priest was to pray for Israel. The high priest also wore an ephod. Now, this was to aid in any decision-making. Bells were hung on the fringe of his garment, tinkling as he moved. And finally, over a turban on his head was placed a crown. And the crown had a gold plate that said, Holy to the Lord. And once Aaron was dressed, he was anointed. Anointed with oil. Oil poured over his head. Oil that ran down on his clothes. Now, called to worship from Psalm 133 describes this image. And it describes this image of oil as a, as a good and joyful moment. Listen, listen to the, to the first two verses of Psalm 133 again. Behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head, running down the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down on the collar of his robes. Now the other priests were sprinkled with oil. So in the Old Testament, kings and priests were anointed with oil, which represented God's anointing by spirit. And once this was complete, the other priests received their garments as well. So the priests were cleansed. They were dressed. But they were still sinners, still with broken hearts full of sin. So they were cleansed without, dressed anew, but they were still stained within. So they could not enter the tabernacle. They could not approach the Lord. So a sacrifice was offered, an atonement for sin. A bull was brought before the tent, and all the priests laid their hands on the head of the bull, symbolically transferring their sin to the bull, passing on their unrighteousness to the bull. And then the bull was slain, killed as a substitute. God's wrath for the priest's sin was poured out on the bull. And the priest would know, the priest would know as this unfolded, that they were the ones that deserved death for sin, but that the bull died instead. The bull died in their place. So the blood of the bull was placed on the horns of the altar and it was poured out at the base of the altar. And then part of the bull was burned. The sin offering was complete. Now the priest could enter the tabernacle. Now the priests were holy before the Lord. This was the first sacrifice. Then came a second. A ram was brought forward. And again, the priest laid hands on the head of the ram. Then it was killed, and its blood poured out at the base of the altar, and the entire ram was burned, not just part of it, but all of it, a whole burnt offering. This symbolized that the priests were wholly dedicated to the Lord, that they would wholly serve the Lord. And finally, there was a third sacrifice. This one was meant only for priests. Any Israelite could and should offer a sin offering and a whole burnt offering, but this third sacrifice was different. A second ram was brought forward, and again, the priest laid their hands on the ram, and again, the ram was killed. This time, the blood of the ram was placed on the altar and on the right ear, the right thumb, 
and the right big toe of the priest. This marked that they were cleansed from head to toe. Then blood from the altar was sprinkled on the priest, sprinkled on his priestly garments. So washed with water, clothed, anointed with oil, and marked with blood. These priests were now set apart, holy unto the Lord, ordained to serve the Lord. Mediators, now ready to enter God's presence, now ready to offer sacrifices on behalf of God's people. So for centuries, for centuries, priests served God, served God's people. For centuries, priests offered sacrifice and prayer on behalf of God's people. For centuries, priests were a go-between, but now no longer needed. For Jesus has come. He is our priest. He is our great high priest. Now, our assurance of forgiveness this morning was from the book of Hebrews, chapter 4 of the book of Hebrews. And listen again to the first verse of that passage. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. He is your mediator. He is the perfect go-between. As fully God, Jesus reveals to you God's will. He reveals to you God's will, his desire that you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, his desire that you love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus reveals to you God's heart, his heart of love for you, in that he was willing to offer a a perfect sacrifice for you, a sin offering without blemish for you. For just as Jesus is fully God, he is also fully man. As both, he can enter the Holy of Holies. He can enter the presence of his Father for you, and he can offer that sacrifice himself. Jesus is priest and sacrifice, both. He took upon himself your sin, and not symbolically, but actually and truly. He is your sin offering, shedding his blood, dying on the cross, rising again, conquering death for you. And and your high priest, who is alive, continues to mediate for you. In the presence of the Father, Jesus intercedes for you, prays for you, represents you, and not just once a year, but daily, hourly, by the minute. He knows you, sympathizes with you, loves you. Is he your high priest? Do you belong to him? Now, if so, then you too are a priest. Our New Testament reading this morning was from 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 2. And listen, listen to verse 9 again. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Peter says, you are a royal priesthood. 
which means you're a priest. If you are in Christ, if you follow Jesus, if you're part of his church, then you are a priest. This is called the priesthood of all believers. Like priests in our Exodus passage, you've been washed in your baptism. The baptism points is a washing that points to the washing, the cleansing you receive, not just on the outside, but on the inside, in your heart. The cleansing of sin that only Jesus brings. Like the priests in our passage, you've been clothed, not in priestly garments, but you've been clothed in Jesus himself. Paul writes this in the book of Colossians, the book of Galatians, chapter 3, verse 27. Paul writes, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Baptized, you've put on Christ. You're clothed in his priestly robes. You're clothed in his perfect righteousness. And like the priest, you've also been anointed, not with oil, but you've been anointed with the Spirit, God the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. If you follow Jesus Christ, if you have faith in him, you have the Spirit of the living God in you. Again, Paul writes in another letter, this time 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 21, Paul writes that God has anointed us and has also put his seal on us and given us his spirit, making effective the work of Jesus in you, the work of Jesus in your heart, in your life, transforming you. And like the priests, sacrifice has been made. And not a bull, not a ram, but Jesus. You've been marked by his blood. You've been cleansed from head to toe. Washed, clothed, anointed, marked with blood, you are set apart, holy unto the Lord. You're a priest called to worship, called to serve, called to be a mediator. So in your life, in your work, in your classes, in your relationships, wherever you go, wherever you are, you represent God in that you witness to him. You point to him. You point to Jesus showing his love in word and deed, revealing his will in word and deed, and you represent before God, offering prayers on behalf of the world, prayers on behalf of our nation, our state, our city, our leaders, family, friends, those in need. You are priests serving under the great high priest, Jesus. Serve him with joy. Serve him with gladness. Thank you for tuning in to Witness, a ministry of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Jackson, Mississippi. 